uh, happy World Standards Day. Um, although I actually celebrated on a different day. Um, because <laughs> I follow a different, uh, <clears throat> wow. So this, standard. this, com- this combines both the IEC, the ISO and ITU. They all agree on this, <laughs> <They all agree. laughs> but there's so many standards organizations that didn't agree. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Truly incredible. We just live in a, a fantastic world. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, Andrew, how was your how was your eclipse? Uh my um like Mitsubishi eclipse? I don't own <laughs> those are I'm not aware of. What happened to those cars? They I used to see them everywhere. Uh well Mitsubishi um basically stopped making good cars and so then their sales cratered. Um, oh. Yeah, they quit. They quit making the Eclipse in 2012. What they do currently make is a compact crossover called the Eclipse Cross, which you may see occasionally. Um, that's one of those cars that when you see it, you know the person driving it is uh, has made some bad decisions in their life. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, not to like put anything really important in their hands. This, this is a phenomenon I was thinking about actually, like. There's certain I'm glad that we have so many different kinds of cars because Uh there are certain cars that you just know seeing the car that like that person's going to be a bad driver and you need to like pay attention to them, you know, to make sure they're not going to slam into you. This is like a same brain moment because I was literally thinking that this week and I was thinking like, you know what? Like, this is great. It's it's like the best signal for them to tell me like, hey, right, I'm gonna be an asshole. I mean, I was driving, I was driving on a road, and it's two lanes, and then it merges down to one lane, and I was in the mm. lane that doesn't merge, um, mm-hmm. and there was like a Mercedes something or other mm-hmm. in the merging mm-hmm. lane, and I was like, I bet they're not even gonna look in their mirror before they just like try and get into my lane, and <laughs> uh, lo and behold, twenty seconds later, that's exactly what they did, and I was fortunately. <laughs> Fortunately, my foot was already hovering over the brake pedal, you know? (laughs) I have this guy who's in a Mercedes that, for whatever reason, it ends up working that we often, like, are trying to get on the same on-ramp to get onto the 50 Mm -hmm. freeway at the same time I'm going home from work. Um, And no matter who they're behind, so this is a weird on-ramp. I think that means you're a targeted individual. I think I think this is an op. They so like, but the thing is, no matter who's in front of us, they try to pass all of the traffic. It's a very long on ramp because it's one of those bypass type ones, you know, where cars can be coming on the on ramp. So it's a two lane on ramp that merges into one lane shortly before getting onto the freeway. Mm -hmm. Um. And he always tries to pass in the right-hand lane. Um, Usually in this area, it's like semi-trucks and stuff like that that they kind of get over because, you know, they're going to take a lot longer to pick up speed to get ready to go on the freeway so other cars can go on the left. No matter who is is in the left, he tries to pass them. And one day I was just sick of his shit. And so (laughs) I saw that he was revving up and I got like right in front of him but in between the line like this is totally Mm. dangerous but like and then i just like slowed down to like very slow and he was so mad he was so (laughs) mad i've never seen someone so mad in my entire life and i'm just thinking like if you're like this every day of your life you really need to like sit down and like examine what you're doing because like i don't know man that's you need to you need to think about it (laughs) there was another one the other day where there were basically two people in front of me and the one of them merged at the last possible moment and made the other person have to break so then that person like sped up got around them and brake checked them and i was just behind them and i was about to like blow my horn and be like listen knock it off like you go go have your little spat somewhere else Mm -hmm. Leave, leave me out of this. I don't want you. You're, you're going to end up crashing into me somehow. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's where times like that when I wish I had like a megaphone in my you know front grill that I could be like, knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you doofus, quit yeah. it. <laughs> quit driving like an idiot. Yeah. 
Did you, or you just get your horn that just says boy. <laughs> um no but your eclipse did you watch did you look at the uh what is it a uh the solar lunar solar eclipse the no the, i didn't it, it, be, because the weather here uh was not favorable mm, for it and also we're not we're not like in the uh <clears throat> we're not really in a good location for it anyway so the big one for us will be the one next year on April 8th, 2024. That one's going, the path of totality is going almost directly over me. I just have to drive north by like 30 minutes. So they call it what I just hate that they have a new name for these things every time. Yeah. But like this one's the ring of fire. Mm. Uh, like the, I, I don't know why wait, the moon <laughs> needs a PR department. This, this right. This is like this is like the Weather Channel naming winter storms, and it's like we don't need to do like it, it's unless snowing. I walk it's outside and it's all. Event. I walk outside and it's all. Like it's so like stupid. The, yeah, at at the exact moment that the that the uh, uh, sun is eclipsed, you start hearing. Yeah, <laughs> I just like I, into a bur- <laughs> and then it just quits as abruptly as it began. <laughs> I I just like you cannot make me care about an eclipse and the harder they try, the less I do. Like yeah. I looked outside of my my window when it was happening and I saw that like almost with every eclipse, it got three percent shadier. <laughs> and and like i i'm starting to think that eclipses are just like a mass hysteria like they don't yeah. even exist like right. i can't believe people in ancient times were like stunned and shocked by these like they say i i think they wouldn't even notice they just think a cloud passed over because it lasts yeah. like two minutes it's absurd and and then they tell and then here's the thing andrew here's what they tell you they they do all this hype like once in a lifetime ring of fire solar eclipse do not look at one of these do not look at it they tell you don't look at it well what the fuck one of these in like 2017 (laughs) like they're not that rare it's not it's a cyclical process you know yeah oh wow the moon is in front of the sun that happens on a Regular and so they basis. tell you, but they tell you not to look at it. They tell you like, oh, make a little pinhole thing so you can watch a shadow yeah. on a piece of paper for fun. That's what, what I like is like all the instructions about like if you don't have the proper equipment here so you can improvise some sort of thing. And It's like, you know, it's always the most bizarre sort of thing. It's like, you know, grab it's just a not cool. I'm over it. You can't impress me with it, man. I, yeah. I just. I don't know what to say. I'm down on eclipses. Don't talk I mean, to me it's about all, eclipses. It's all a conspiracy anyway by NASA. And, uh, you know, because the Earth is flat. Um, and he, uh, Preach it, brother. You know. <laughs> Dude. There's no such thing as the moon. And I'm sick of people saying that there is. It's, it's, I've had enough of it, you know? Yeah. It's just... Um, yes! Yes! You know, the the sun is a as a light bulb that's up there, and sometimes it goes out, and they have to replace it, and that's just what the eclipse is. Is they're like very hastily like unscrewing and screwing it back in. So, yeah, you know. and the elites don't want you to know this. They want that's you to why live in the, fear. That's why the space station is up there, uh, is so that they have someone you know who can just <laughs> do that <laughs> to keep someone you know. That's the only thing that it's for, really. Yeah, right. Um. I don't know. I don't even remember. You're doing we don't science ha- up there. You can't do science in space. There's no gravity. <laughs> I think this might be the shortest episode that we've ever done because, um, as I've I've written here, our nation's reserve of grass touching now at record lows. Yeah. Um, everything. There's just there's a certain point where all of the news or things that people are talking about or saying isn't funny anymore it's just exhausting <laughs> and yeah. i think we've reached that point this week <laughs> and we've um i mean where we're at is basically uh people have opinions about the the israel gaza um mm-hmm. conflict and uh the most tedious of opinions is like, this is Israel's 9-11. And then there were some that was like, no, this is actually worse than 9-11. And I'm like, I don't Ideology. know that it is. 
I don't. I don't. Mm. Yeah. It's 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 just like I don't know. It's just so enervating. Yeah. And there it's was one crazy. So, did, did you see that Israel basically gave the Gazans like twenty four hours to evacuate yeah. a million people or whatever? Yeah. And I saw takes that were like, "Well, this is you know, they're giving them warning. You know, that's fine." And it's like, "Oh, okay." Uh, you know, if, if, if Osama bin Laden had called CNN on September 11th and said like, you have an hour to evacuate the towers, would we have been fine with it then? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, they, but you know, it, it was fine. No, I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just, um, it's just crazy. Like none of it's like almost none of it's in good faith. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just, um, it's, it's very weird to see and it makes me and i know many others feel like i'm going insane a little bit with like i don't know how how people are not connecting some of the dots here we've we've been we've been through this rodeo if you've been alive like you know like 20 30 uh, you for like me 40 years see i remember my age this week um oh wow <laughs> that, I'm like, looking, I I've seen this so many applause, times uh, you can't you can't fool me again like yeah you can't propagandize me and, and make me think yeah 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 and get bloodthirsty and blind like it's just like I'm so exhausted with it and I'm exhausted with the arguments because like nobody knows how to argue anymore it, it, it has been my experience so like I I don't know a few days ago I sort of like popped off on on blue sky and then everyone started arguing and yelling at me and telling me that I'm a doing blood libel and I'm a Nazi and stuff like that, which is like always fun. Um, and (laughs) I, I do this thing, which I, I call, um, maybe this is a good thought technology for people. It's called receipt generating. Mm. And I just like draw people out to say stupid shit that I, like I, I know I already know what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. And I want them to say it on record so that I can come back and be like, hey, remember when you said this dumbass thing right here? <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's like too easy because mm-hmm. people look at arguments like they're playing Magic the Gathering or they're playing like Pokemon cards. There's all these discreet little phrases and bits of news and arguments and graphs and things in their head. And they think like, oh, oh, you played Charizard. Well, then I'm playing Squirtle. And you know what I mean? Like, it's not they're not thinking they're not actually engaging in a conversation or a dialogue. It's just like a game, you know, but it's a game that like the background of it is just terrible, you know? Mm -hmm. So the 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 best take that I've seen so far, and I say best in jest is um, there is a. Uh, op-ed in the Boston Globe from the editorial board. Uh, I believe this was uh, this was a couple days ago. There will be time for discussions of Israeli policies towards the Palestinian people. That time is not now. For now, we must show solidarity with Israel. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> will you just let us know when when that time is? Um, I saw I saw like one of those like Rachel Maddow wannabe type like idiots. That's like in the liberal media sphere who is constantly like getting everything wrong, you know, uh-huh. but they know how to like signal to the libs, you know, um, that I, like I saw them on t- TikTok just a few days before they had like shared a bunch of like obviously propagandic just lies like, you know what I mean? Just like fake news. And then and then their response was to post this video and pay for sponsorships to get it out there to as many people as possible to say, like, you know, this weekend, the best plan is to turn off the news. It takes a lot of bravery (laughs) to step away like like a.k.a. take a break and forget about all the bad. The wrong stuff I said. Like it's so funny. Never admitting it. Just like these people are just the greasiest, snakiest, g- grossest people. Um, did Did you see this new thing? Which is, I guess, NBC uh, got hold of. It says uh, Hamas intentionally targeted elementary schools in Israel, instructed terrorists to seize hostages, move them into Gaza, and to kill as many people as ho- possible. Maps and documents recovered from the yeah. bodies of attackers show. Yeah. 
And um, this makes a lot of sense because this attack happened on a Saturday, um, which is well known to be a time when lots of children are in school, (laughs) especially Jewish children, because Saturday is just a normal day for them. (laughs) It's so stupid. And it's like, who carries around maps like this? Like, what? Who... (laughs) And, is, and, if you and, look, and then they've, they've got a picture of the documents and like, frankly, this looks way too. It's like, like color project, printed and laminated. It's, it's and way too corporate. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't buy this. I'm sorry. It has like a McKinsey watermark, a Rand Corporation watermark. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you look at the source to all these stories and it's like in the fifth paragraph hidden in there. And the source is like. We received it from Israeli intelligence, or we yeah. received it from an un- unnamed IDF soldier. <laughs> like, okay, but for okay. sure, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but it's just like nuts to see the mass delusion. Like, I don't know how how much you you know you're you like aren't going into the office every day or anything like that. But I no. hear I hear tons of people everywhere I'm walking talking about this stuff and they're just all spewing this nonsense that like, Oh, did you hear Palestinians murdered 4 million Jewish, Jewish babies, you know, like just, yeah, just like insane stuff. And then, and it's, they're just parroting it. And that's I mean, how it's it the works. Same as, yeah. It, it's like the same, you know, this stuff happened after nine 11 and also in the build up to the Iraq war, you know, it reminds me of like, Oh, uh, you know, here's our artist's rendering of what what Iraq's uh, you know mobile chemical weapons labs look like, and it's like you're you're what now? You know, it's, it's just, just like screenshot uh, from something from Independence Day or something, right? Like, it's, it's like just, a it's like a game of telephone, and then if you figure like people have dug and like figured out what they think are the sources for these, and it's like oh yeah, it's this uh, you know like Israeli settler who frequently like goes on Facebook live to be racist about Palestinian people or whatever. And now they're, you know, claiming, uh, things like, you know, Oh, Hamas beheaded babies and things like that. It's like, yeah, I I almost just want to like carry around a little helpful pamphlet that just says what you need to understand about the fog of war. Like, yeah, (laughs) you're not going to know what happened until later. Cause like, that's just how it is. Like, you know, there's, the nature of this is that there's very little like concrete evidence for anything. And, uh, I don't know. I've always been, I'm, I'm, I'm not quick to trust, I guess, you know? Yeah. You learned your lesson. I mean, like, like like, show me, you know, show me the evidence, uh, you know, not a stapled podcaster, not a stapled printout. (laughs) That you made in Microsoft Word. <laughs> like, come on. Clippy, it it looks like you're trying to create war propaganda. Yeah. Would you like some help? <laughs> it, it, look, it looks like you're trying to fake a document. No. <laughs> um, enough about that. Let's let's move on to a different kind of bozo. Yeah. Andrew, as you know, um, sea levels are rising. And now, yeah, yeah, for reasons that we 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 do not understand, I think it's fair to say, you know, right, um, totally independent of any human factor, sea right. le- seawater levels are rising, just, just sort of and in- idiopathic sea level rise, you know. I mean, and it's going to affect the most vulnerable people, which are millionaire condo owners. In I Miami. was just gonna say, yeah, it, you know. <laughs> And apparently, uh, where's WBUR? Is that like that's Boston, Boston or- University Radio? Yeah. So that would be so. Uh, yeah. So the people in Boston are really concerned about sea level rising. I'm not not to be tr- like I'm sure there's people. I mean, there's definitely people around the world that it affects, but this is coming from a U.S. perspective, and you know, here's the um, thing: if Boston were flooded, I think that might be a net good. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good rinse. Um, except for all of our friends and listeners in Boston, those they 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 should be well, priority. I don't, for I don't think we. I, this is the nature of Boston is it's so expensive. I don't know that we have any listeners who would who live anywhere near like the places <laughs> that would be under threat. You know, <laughs> that's true. Um, 
so this this Boston uh, NPR affiliate did a broadcast where they posited the question, what if we just uh, flooded Death Valley to offset sea level rise? Yeah, you know, <laughs> no one's using it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're like uh, this is this is like the attitude that I have when I'm like you know oh I have uh, too many clothes what if what if I purchase you you know like what if I start um you know putting them in a, in a second closet except that like someone's in that closet you know like what what are you talking about it's only. <laughs> You know, it's only a national park renowned for, you know, it's sort of natural, uh, you know, uniqueness and things like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, there's like literally fish that live in Death Valley that are like yeah. one of the most rare population of fish on the planet. Although um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that the, the, the heat and, you know, uh, absolute searing sun that Death Valley is known for uh, wouldn't just dry up any attempts to flood it with water. You know, the and, best and- the best thing about this is that their argument is Death Valley is 282 feet below sea level. I hate yeah, to break it to you, up. that's not all of Death Valley. No. It's it reaches 282 feet below, just like a mountain tip. Isn't the whole mountain isn't oh, a plateau? I thought it was just sort of like height. a uniform, like you know, like a swimming pool, just a sort <laughs> just of two hundred eighty sw- foot deep <laughs> rectangle. <laughs> it's just like the most ludicrous argument. Now I found out about now, this because somebody I know they interview them. So this is a a uh, environmental like sort of activist guy for the Mojave Desert that I've met in like political organizing stuff in the past. Um, and so they invited him on to talk about it. And he just mm. is like, and and after the interview, he posted his own thing on on his Substack because he's like, it was this was the most like insane experience I've ever <laughs> experienced. Like this yeah. is the dumbest idea, and and goes to uh, paint it out how stupid it is. But um, well, yeah, I mean, know, I don't. I, I let's 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 assume for a moment that you know one. It is desired to to flood Death Valley. Now, I'm not uh, super familiar with California's geography, but it's my understanding that what lies between the Pacific Ocean and Death Valley is a mountain range. Um, <laughs> and I'm just There's wondering... several mountain ranges. I don't know if you know, but that's how valleys work. Yeah. I'm just wondering, <laughs> like, how exactly one would plan to, like, build some sort of I mean, you'd obviously need some sort of piping system, right? To to suck the water out of the Pacific Ocean and dump it into Death Valley. Um, he also did the he did the math, and he's like, even if you could physically do this, it would account for a week's level of sea rise. I was just going to say because I'm I'm on Google Maps, I'm on Google Maps here, and I'm looking at the relative size of Death Valley, and then I'm zooming out and looking at the relative size of the Earth's the ocean. ocean, and I'm. Thinking that that probably won't make a dent. Um, I think it's fair to say. Um, yeah, it, it, there is just a lot of water going on um, <laughs> almost everywhere. Has anyone noticed this? Um, and like the stuff, this is something that I keep beating on this drum because, and I beat on it so hard because I feel like there's a lot of people who ostensibly would agree with me that that think this incorrect way simply because of where they're from, but like. They think of the desert as like, oh, that's just like nothing out there. There's nothing there. It's just deserted. I mean, like by definition, they wouldn't call it a (laughs) desert if it wasn't deserted. (laughs) Like, so like Chris Clark, who's who's the guy I'm talking about. He listened here that like, listen, there's bighorn sheep, tortoises, jackrabbits, roadrunners, 42 plant species that are restricted to that area. Only found there. 28 animal species only found in Death Valley. Like. And and they're adapted to survive in that extreme environment. Um, and the the amount of like not just like for the sake of nature itself, but also for the sake of like learning about how to survive <laughs> in an increasingly warm climate. I mean, we kind of maybe want to study the stuff that's in Death Valley, maybe, you know? No, I don't think that. <laughs> Nah. It's just, it's just, it's the same kind of thing where people are like, oh, just like turn the whole Mojave Desert into like one giant solar panel. What could go mm-hmm. wrong? Yeah. Like also, 
it's already hot. Like, the, like you said, the evaporation rate of that water, it's, it, it's, it's not going to stay there for long. Right. Yeah. It's just so nuts. Man. And I'm, I'm sure dumping that much water in and then having a, a, it evaporate would uh, not affect weather for the United States in any sort of, you know, meaningful way, I assume. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like. I mean, his his closing statement, I think, is pretty good. No one with any power to make things happen is seriously proposing that we flood Death Valley for any reason. But I worry if the ongoing hype from water miners at Cadiz, Inc. shows us there is similar. There is seemingly no desert idea so stupid that someone won't back it if there's a chance to profit. It may be the main thing that keeps Death Valley from being filled with seawater is that the Park Service won't allow developers to build McMansions on the new and inevitably poisonous Death Valley Lake. <laughs> i just uh i like the idea that they saw like the salton sea and and how that got created yeah they're and they like were let's like, do it again yeah they were like they were like that went well right <laughs> gosh clap yeah. for that you stupid bastard <laughs> um are you ready for 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 weirdcopedia always uh, weirdcopedia this week so this is a new term that i learned and it kind of like blew my mind and i don't even know if my brain has wrapped itself around this uh-huh. um but if you heard of the the you know deja vu right of course i uh, think you've asked me know. this before uh, yeah well have you heard of jamais vu that was a that was a deja vu joke thank you that's not funny. Oh shit! I totally missed out on it. I was spending too much time trying to like brain processing how to pronounce "jema vu." Jamais vu. Jamais, vu. Well, you've got you've got you've got the three vus, right? Yeah. You've got deja vu. You've got presque vu, which is like um. We just call that being on the tip of your tongue, uh, but there's yeah. apparently a French term for it, which is whatever. Um, and then you have jamais vu. Uh, and I mean, say what you will about um, uh, uh, about um, uh, about their their later albums, but their early albums with Phil Spector, you know, were really good. The the three the mm. three vus, <laughs> <laughs> just the harmonies were so tight, you know. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. wall of sound. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they had that song. What was that song they had? Um, it was uh, it, uh, uh, Crypt- Cryptomnesia. <laughs> mm. And then Mandela Effect. Remember that one? <laughs> this is so stupid. I think, you're, <laughs> I think you're, you're putting a hat on a hat there. Jamivu. <laughs> is commonly explained as when a person momentarily does not recognize a word or less commonly a person or place that already that they already know mm-hmm. so uh, an example of this is if you keep saying a word out loud or write it down your brain does this thing where it's like this isn't real what i feel like, like- i get this when i uh there have been times where i like have been writing like uh you know notes in class or whatever and you write a word enough times and then it's like it just looks different and it's like did i spell that correctly like that doesn't look right yeah i yeah. i mean this this happens to me um at least like five times a day and i don't know if that's normal it's because <laughs> you're a targeted s- individual <laughs> they're hitting me with their rays it's uh yeah. their various electronical waves where's and, that uh, where's that uh where's that as i keep saying clip as i keep saying it's heelboard <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere in there uh well, d- you and i have both really got to do uh we got to do some, some pruning um, pruning or cleaning there's too, or there's organizing. too much on here now what have i got myself into <laughs> um this place was amazing i just saw well, like, i do this morning, I saw somebody on Blue Sky talking about how their partner was watching Hulhauser, uh huh, and how he creeps them out, and they didn't like Hulhauser because oh, he stands too close to people oh, and invades their personal space. That's because he's a friendly guy. He's I don't 
I feel like this is just like the continuing like anti-socialization of society that's been going on yes. for a decade now. It's yes. like, oh, you're and standing like, too close to me. You're so weird. You know you're weird. Stop. Stop making As your... I keep saying. It's okay, okay to have personal quirks, preferences. You, you know, maybe because of things you've dealt with, you have, you know, personal like kind of traumatic reactions to think like uh-huh. that's all valid. It is not anyone else's fault or problem. It is yeah. it, it is not something that you say all of society should change <laughs> in order here, to accommodate really. like mm-hmm. just like if you if you are a normal person and you run into Huel Hauser, it is not a normal reaction to think this guy's something's bad. I need mean, yeah. like it's so type patently obvious he's a hug, friendly know. man. Like, yeah, he's he's like, come, come if on everyone over in here. the world, let me give you a hug. Imagine if we, Bring we it just, in. with a snap <laughs> of the finger, replaced every single world leader with Huel Hauser clones. Bring it in. We Utopia. Yeah. yeah. Instantly. You know? We'd be in the Star Trek future. We'd Some be reason now I'm imagining if uh, Donald Trump was like way less antisocial and like hugging people. Folks, bring it in. Bring it in. Big hugs. We're going to share an embrace. I mean, he did say he'd like kiss guys and stuff like, you know. He... So I, That's sweet. I think beautiful face. I think maybe he's more he's more open to it than we think, you know. Mm. Hmm. Oh Stop my it. gosh. <laughs> Stop it. Each time when I come here, I am abused. <laughs> Did you hear I, this, none of this is in the show notes? This is this is the weirdest yeah. one we've done in a while. Do you hear about May that Kenyan Allah lawyer? The, people. the what now? The oh, ke- the Kenyan lawyer. Yes, I did. Um Yeah, who won who is wasn't actually a lawyer. 26 um, cases but 126 cases and i would simply say that that's like we used to just like that was called on the job training you know or that yeah. was um Congrat- congratulations you're a lawyer that's like this is like saying this man faked being a plumber he repaired 5,000 broken toilets uh and pipes in houses and now he was arrested for it what are you talking about he did it he is a plumber like you did the job you know like yeah i mean it, yeah i think um what was his name um uh brian wenda no sorry i'm thinking oh. there was a there was a supreme court justice in the time of like fdr who um basically was one of these guys who got his law degree basically by like apprenticeship rather than studying and i'm trying to remember the term for that but like that used Uh to be a thing that you could do you would just like go and be an understudy to an actual lawyer and like after enough time you 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 could you know be admitted to the bar um and that's not a thing anymore so you know it's yeah (laughs) and and i would say that that actually probably prepares you to do the job better (laughs) yeah than simply a formal education you know what i mean right yeah Um, i don't know man that guy's the mvp i'm telling you i mean i feel like this is discouraging people this guy you know he put in the work uh and uh you know yeah what did he get for it I mean, also, I feel like if he's winning 26 cases, like, that... Better than anybody else. Speaks to the, uh, you know, the, the I mean, quality of, like, the judges and things, too. The farcical like nature of the legal yeah, system. It's like you didn't, you didn't suss this out? Yeah. <laughs> like, these judges in, are supposed to be people of judgment and, you know, discernment, and uh, they're supposed to be smart, but turns out they're not, you know? Yeah. And we all know that. I mean... Uh, not to be an accelerationist, but like more, the more this stuff happens, I feel like the better because the less faith people have in these like fake Potemkin systems, you know, the better. Mm-hmm. And that's that's my view of it. Um, uh, we've got a for sure man here. Um, and like we said, uh, it's not going to be that much, but. <laughs> Uh, this, this people have probably already heard this, but Larry Summers, um, 
famous for helping Obama screw over the working class of the United States um, and line the pockets of bankers and elites mm-hmm. had a had a really, really visceral reaction to the Harvard students um, and the various organizations inside Harvard who initially came out, you know, as uh, on the side of the the Palestinians. And then, uh, you know, like most people who go to those schools realized, shit, I can't get a job if I, if I have a good opinion. So I better, I better backpedal. But in that little interim, he was very upset. And he said, in nearly 50 years of Harvard affiliation, I've never been more disillusioned and alienated as I am today. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I just, just have to say, damn, that sucks. Thank you. <laughs> Larry, no one know, cares man. what you have to say anymore. It's not. <laughs> He's like taking all of his Harvard um, clothes and hats and accessories out of his closets and replacing yeah. them with the, what is that fake university in Texas? The, the Austin university, Austin oh, yeah, university of Austin. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I don't really care. Think Larry. Um, I found this interesting guy on blue sky by searching for people with, um, Israeli flags and Ukrainian flags in their, um, handles, mm-hmm. like in their usernames. <laughs> Again, uh, see, that's, that's like the, that's like the social media version of what car you drive, like giving yeah. a hint about your you yeah. know, behavior. Like, th- this is all I need to know to know yeah. that you're going to have some great takes and, he had this take people who drive under the speed limit on non-residential streets to get Mo. Okay. There's a couple it's things a, I take issue with there. <laughs> let's, let's first point out. It's not a speed suggestion. It's called a speed limit. Now, hmm. Hmm. if you want to break the speed limit, that's fine. I'm not, I don't judge. Like I drive faster than the speed limit. If it, you know, if, if I feel like it, I, hmm. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like mad at people who are like following the speed limit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they don't they don't want to get a ticket. You don't know what's going on in their life. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's just such a weird thing. Um the second thing I want to point out is that um once again, liberals playing their hand that they they do like the idea of Gitmo. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like, just don't uh, like it when not, the not bad just like to it. prison but to to guantanamo bay specifically yeah yeah mm. i think this is shown in the way people are reacting to all this stuff going on in israel palestine you know mm-hmm. <sighs> it's a little telling anyhow um i got a maddie maddie glacius when you want to read this one uh, uh, I mean, no, but Maddie, <laughs> uh, Maddie says, I think American liberals should take leftist self-proclaimed hostility to us more seriously. Uh, yes. I, 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 I agree yes. with, I agree with him because I assume that what he means is that he's going to, uh, do some introspection, self-reflection. <laughs> Right? Yeah, I t- somehow I don't think that's what he means, man. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> okay. That it the the if you like and I would never recommend somebody does this, but if you click on the link and read all the replies and the, you know, the ensuing discussions, it's all about how like the it's all these people suddenly realizing that leftists and liberals aren't on the same team. Yeah. I love like, a, you guys, reply, I don't think we're on the same team. Yeah, we've been saying that. There's a reply to Manny that just says they advocate for violence regularly. And I think that's true. Liberals do do that. Um, <laughs> it's just a funny thing as if like that just isn't happening sort of across the political spectrum, you know? Yeah. I mean, which 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 part of the political spectrum, uh, you know, uh, marched upon the Capitol and tried to overthrow an election was that leftists was that even liberals you know like come on we got them get a grip is what i'm saying like seriously no i think it's interesting that basically any world event that happens now is uh, people are immediately like um how is this the left's fault you know how can we turn this in a way to push push the left around 
Yeah. Because I really hate those guys. Right. Yeah. I mean, speaking of people who love to bully the left and say dumb shit, Noah Smith, my boy. No I just opinion. like, at least once a week, I think about how we used to be mutuals. That's why. And why? Just, <laughs> I mean, this was like in my my very brief like radlib moment you know oh yeah so there were like some things there were some like overlapping things and he wasn't really as big of a economy brain Mm -hmm. back then do you remember when we were volunteering for what was that um what was that org that i think has mostly died out now indivisible or something like that oh yeah 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 yeah. indivisible (laughs) oh man it's funny to like i run into the people who are like still this is like my life experience you've probably you probably go through this too where like you move on from things i don't meet people um but go on (laughs) okay well (laughs) you will it's i mean so like you know you sort of like fall into listen some when group. i run into people i run into them you know what i'm saying <laughs> with my you car. fall into <laughs> you fall into some sort of there's the violence that the left is constantly talking <laughs> now we see the violence inherent in the system <laughs> you you like mods you const- <laughs> i you know in a petersonian sense uh, i just realized mods? we've gone two episodes mods? we haven't used any of the phrases that's we true. We haven't been reading the books. We haven't been reading the manuals. To wit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, like, you'll, I mean, you'll fall into these groups for a minute, period of time, but then I always find myself on the outside of every right. group at some point when, when in, in the would you, process would of you time, I reveal, you, like, this is bullshit. Would you say that you're frequently marginalized? Yes. <laughs> now Actually, more than ever. <laughs> now more than ever. I mean, like, no, and the thing is, it's not, it's Listen. not me, it's them. Like, not to yeah. essentialize, but I'm correct. Right. Um, Many such cases. Yeah. So, like, you'll, you'll run into these people that are still stuck at the, uh-huh. the, the little period of, the, they're like ossified. They're like little um, ancient beetles stuck in amber. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you just been on this I, I, ever I had since? A- I had a great example of this because I received yeah. my mail-in ballot yesterday and with it came a little um, mailer from the, the Democratic Party, uh, mm. you know, like listing the candidates they want you to vote for, which I mostly didn't vote for because there were mm. better candidates um, than the ones they endorsed. But it's just, you know, it's like vote for the Democratic candidates for city council and the top line item, you know, the, like the bu- they have like a bullet point of what they're going to do. The top bullet was adding more police to make our community safer. And I'm like, how have you not gotten this already? Like, uh, no, like another, another black person, unarmed black person was shot and killed by police here in Columbus, like a month ago. Mm. Literally that is recent, you know, like, and it's like, oh, but we're going to add more police. It's like, that's great. I love when um, these uh, crazy white guys drive in from, you know, the rural areas uh, to police our city. That's great. I it's, love that. It's crazy because I don't know what's more of a sad thought, whether they they think that this is a successful tactic or it's just a mask off. Oh, this is what they've wanted to do the whole time. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know like, which one of those is more acceptable. They're both terrible. Like, did they have lunch with the police chief? And they're like, yeah, this is like an all right guy, you know, or like, yeah. well, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, they're so anyway, either stupid or evil. And I, you know, either way, I don't want to deal with those kind of people. Yeah. Yeah. They're, so they're, anyhow, they're that's. There were city council candidates, one whose son was killed by police and then one whose some part of their extended family was killed by police who they were running for for city council and i was like i'll vote for them instead of the <laughs> the uh endorsed <laughs> members so yeah. <laughs> we also had very fun um school district school board elections um oh those are so good lately. there's two those seats there's just... four candidates um two of the candidates you go to their website and write on like the banner of their website they have the fop star so I'm like, okay, well, thanks for making it easy for me. Yeah. Um, and then they're also talking about fiscal responsibility and parent rights. And we know what those things are code yeah. for, folks. Yeah. Uh, basically, they're upset that, like, voters last year actually 
voted to fund the school with another the school district with another levy you know people think their property taxes are too high to which i say like try living in like texas or a state without income tax and then you'll complain about your property taxes <laughs> it's folks. it's crazy it's crazy when you get down to it and like you you always discover at some point that these these people are just completely funded by like a uh, chamber of commerce adjacent yeah, right. people. Like it's FOP not even launches. a, it's not even a political, it's not a like ideological or like a um, culture war thing. They just use these culture war dorks to I just punish unions and government yeah, right, agencies yeah. and anything that's like a social like, oh, good. We need parent rights. The current board is too activist, whatever that yeah. means. And they're also spending too much money. And it's like, I don't know how you can look at like any the, school, <laughs> the ridiculously low average salary of teachers these days and think that schools are overfunded. Like that's Did an insane that? thing. Did to you think. see that article that said the best performing schools are all military schools? Yeah. Because they're well funded. Because they're all funded. Because we yeah. actually fund the military. So if right. you go to school, you know your your parents, um, in the military, and you're like on base, and you're receiving that education, like you get a, and it's not even I wouldn't probably a great education, but it's like just the fact that you have the resources you need. Right. <laughs> and you know, you know wild. what, you know what, other schools tend to be good are private schools because they charge tuition and they tend to pay a lot better. <laughs> yes. I mean, and those there, are also just, mostly just social funnels for right. getting people yeah, into there's, social circles. There's one so that, near me. There's there's one that there's a, a, a private chartered school that opened up um, called the Columbus Classical Academy. And folks, oh we know what gosh. that means. But what I love about it is that it opened up in what was an old office building. And I'm like, that's hellish to imagine <laughs> they literally like built making the kids like go bring a briefcase to <laughs> they literally built a like a small playground in the parking lot it oh looks ridiculous <laughs> i'm like this is the dumbest thing ever you know oh, not, not to mention you know i'm reading their website about like their classical education and it's like this makes me want to throw up yeah i mean mostly what those things are for too is to funnel government money into the the their ownership class their their right, exactly. their buddies like that's yeah. all it is it's a it's like a way to get money for free it's not even about the school or anything really mm -hmm. um anyhow no opinion i wish he didn't I, he had no opinions is the i did you see that yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> when liberals say we want to end israeli apartheid we mean freedom of movement and self-rule for the west bank when leftists say they want to end Israeli apartheid, they mean the ethnic cleansing of Israelis. It is important to understand this distinction. Um, I don't think they what? do. I don't, and I, don't think, I, mean. I don't think you can point to proof of that generally. Uh, and also, that's just like a ridiculous. Uh, that's also not what apartheid is like. His, his whole thing is he's saying like they don't even understand what apartheid means. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> I don't think you also, understand what apartheid means. In your statement, the fact that you say movement and self-rule for the West Bank, yeah, a was, separate um political unit with boundaries inside of another yeah. uh nation, that's apartheid, my guy. <laughs> uh, and I can I note the conspicuous absence of any mention of Gaza as well. Yeah, um, yeah let's that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, um so sending him to the volcano um, observation deck that I have built. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I, I, I deny any claim that we purposefully built trap doors. Um, yeah. Those were accidentally put there. We, the, the construction people who did that have been dealt with. Um, I did all. It, it I never happened again. To, wink, wink. I did reply to Noah's tweet and I just, you know, put uh, my, my little uh, shortcut that, Post the like extremely loud and correct buzzer <laughs> meme, and that's that's been racking up the likes, folks. <laughs> Sometimes it's just the so people easy, agree man. with me, you know. It's funny, like like I had like the, whatever the other day when I had like well, Will someone... Stansel arguing with me and all these kind of <laughs> dorks, right? Yeah. And every time I replied to them, I would just ratio the crap. Like I would just get all these likes and re reshares and things. Like yeah. it was so obvious. Like 
they thought that I that they were clowning on me, and then everyone was like, "No, we actually like this guy better," <laughs> which is really funny to me. <laughs> um, let's let's move on to something a little bit more tasteful, would we? It's time for gas station comestibles. Tasteful. Corner. Mm. <laughs> I mean, maybe potentially. I've had problems. Yeah. So, like the first one I've got here is Nicki Minaj's uh, sour cream ranch and nacho cheese nacho nachos. Okay. Tortilla chips. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, these, remember, these, these are Doritos is what these, these are. Doritos, sour cream ranch and nacho Doritos. Yeah. Remember I did a Nick, I think it was a Nicki Minaj had like truffle stuff and yes, it was just one that. of the worst things I've ever eaten. Uh-huh. So hopefully she redeems herself. Also, when I go to the wrap snacks aisle of my, my gas station, because my gas station has <laughs> Rap snacks naturally out. yeah <laughs> as you do uh i don't know anymore what i've tried and what i have yeah. so this is getting more and more difficult did you have the <laughs> uh did you have the uh uh Nicki minaj salt and vinegar truffle chips or the Nicki yeah. minaj barbecuing with my honey truffle gourmet popcorn oh it was the wait i had both of them i think did you okay both ass why, <laughs> why yeah I don't know. Truffles yeah. are are not a, a food item that I understand. I'll admit. I will say also that the the wrap snack bags are very premium. Well, I would like, hope so, given the price they charge for these things. They're a lot <laughs> thicker, and they don't. T- you know that thing when you're opening chips and it like tears along the no. seam or something. Like, yeah, ugh, yeah. Hate that. No, they don't do that. Okay, let's try these. I think uh, it should be actually a constitutional amendment that every chip has to be packaged in those extremely loud sun chip bags. That should be required. God, I hate those things. <laughs> we should bring those back. We've been, you know, we've been doing nostalgia for like the 2000s lately. We should bring back the extremely loud sun chip bags. I think we need a distraction <laughs> as a nation, you know? Yeah. I think it would be good for us. Yeah. These are all right. All the best I can say about them is that they're not bad. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of flavor on them. You taste the oil that the chips were fried in more than you taste the flavor powder. Mm. So, well, that's something. Um, <laughs> weirdly mixing ranch, sour cream, and nacho cheese. I thought that would be a weird combo, but it's fine. Um... Why don't you go ahead and do yours while I try to wash this? Yeah, down. I was gonna say astute listeners will notice that I also have something to crinkle here, and that's because um I acquired something. I'm taking over the segment. Um <laughs> I'm uh, you know, colonizing it, occupying it, things of that nature. Um <laughs> I went to uh Whoa. the five the five below, um, which is where you wanna go if you want to go to a dollar store but not feel like you're at a dollar store. Uh-huh. Um and uh, I happen. We to don't notice- have those out here, I don't think. But we have them on available for like DoorDash and Instacart. Weirdly, right? Uh, I would say you're not missing much. You know, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe your area, uh, you know, because because the five below is right across the street from the Bougie Mall. Um, mm. You know, so I don't know. We don't maybe. have any bougie yeah, stuff here, <laughs> right? And indeed, um, a competitor to Five Below run by dollar general just opened down the block from the five below it's called like pop crave or something like that i don't know i had to look it up what it was and it's like oh it's owned by dollar general it's basically dollar general's five below competitor because Hmm. because this is the thing you can't buy anything for a dollar anymore everything's too expensive so now we're doing five dollar stores instead um but anyway the five below has a lot of uh snack food items and i happened to see these and got these and what this is is cookie pop popcorn Made with real Oreo cookie pieces. So what this is is popcorn that's then, I guess, been like rolled around in Oreo cookie dust. Light fluffy popcorn, cream coating, and real Oreo cookie pieces. At last, America, two of our favorite snacks are joined together in amazing deliciousness. Um, It says low sodium. (laughs) Well, that's good. So that's good. Let's let's see here. Okay, this this could be weird. I don't know about this. So they have um, candy pop and cookie pop uh, oh, for like they have Twix sour and- patch. I can think of nothing I would ha- want to have less than sour patch kids in my popcorn. Like those are just mm-hmm. two completely different flavor profiles and textures. Um, Some of these look alright. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, this is weird. This is way too sweet for popcorn. I'm afraid. Like this it's is like when they than... put like white chocolate kind of stuff on pop. Is that what it's like? Like the yogurt? Yeah, this is sweeter coating. than like caramel corn. I, I don't. Wow. This is yeah. I don't. I don't know. This is not a combination of flavors I enjoy. It's also yeah. the popcorn is like not crunchy. It's almost yeah, yeah. That's what I don't like about that stuff. Is it Spongy. makes the popcorn too moist? Yeah. Yeah. Not good. The 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 the, the literal first ingredient. So like you know ingredients go in prior or in um whatever how much percentage of the product they are. And right. the first ingredient, the top is confectionery coating, which is just sugar, palm kernel yeah, no, oil, that's, uh, milk. Yeah. The the popcorn kernels are distinctly glisten because they're just coated in yeah the icing. There's so many ingredients. In this. Why am I continuing to eat? I mean, because it's there. I now you understand. So. Now you understand why I wanted to move the segment to the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> because something about just sitting here makes you want to just keep noshing on stuff. Um, yeah. Folks, I don't recommend I've, this. <laughs> I've got a um, new kind of Cheeto. It is a. Let me take a deep breath so I can say the whole new, thing. Hey, folks, folks, new Cheeto just dropped. <laughs> Cheetos puff, flaming hot, smoky ghost pepper puffs. Interesting. So, so they, they've learned that some people think that the flaming hot isn't hot enough. Yeah, I guess so. So um, I kind of like the flavor of ghost pepper. Um, have you had that Wendy's ghost pepper ranch? No, absolutely not. That would kill oh. me. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Andrew, it's not that it's not hot. It, it it's like a different. It's just like normal levels of spice. Aaron, I'm from like, Ohio. Okay, it would literally <laughs> lay me you, out. It's, it's not that bad. It's like buffalo sauce heat wow. level. Yeah, it's not. I mean, okay. Well, these first of all, the shape that they're going for is of a pepper. Uh huh. I see that. <laughs> Andrew, I'm gonna send you a picture of what and, these and look yet a, like and yet a trace of the true self exists in the false self as they say i'm gonna send you a picture of what these look like sorry for the interruption but i think it's very important for listen me to document. We're, we're padding for time at this point it's fine although we're actually <laughs> this is this is I a need, normal length episode i know so. <laughs> um okay so let me go we need to we need to plan here. episodes less frankly yeah maybe that's the key yeah um and it would mean doing less work, which I'm down for. Now I'm going to put this in the Oh, different... yeah. That's an update I forgot to give. I'm jobbing now. Oh, I, yeah. Congratulations. I, I'm unemployed. <laughs> Andrew, why don't you describe for me what these look like? They're supposed to be like a chili pepper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it looks like, an, like a, a cartoonish way of drawing a clam or an oyster. Andrew, you're so pure. Or something. Well, you know, listen. I have a what I have before me is a spicy bag of vulvas. Yeah, that's that's These are just yeah, a that's bag correct. Of vulvas. Yeah, these are just mm -hmm. they all split down the middle because they're too big. Like they cook, they they wow. made the shape too big, and it yeah, wow. it's um you know listen among us. <laughs> I mean, it does make me want to eat them. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So here we go. You know, we would have been deeply afraid to go anywhere near that sort of innuendo in season one of this <laughs> podcast. This is what happens because we chased everyone else off the network. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> well, also, um, I think we just ourselves were like repressed. We were very repressed. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just thinking about it. Why am I still eating this terrible <laughs> snack? These, these are pretty it. good, but you would literally die. I would die. If yes. you ate these, because they are fairly spicy. <laughs> yeah. I like it. So if you like spicy stuff, that's pretty good. It is smoky, like a really good chili flavor. Um, That's like a, that's like a solid 8.5 out of 10, I think. Hmm, I'm going to eat this whole bag. Yeah. And then my stomach is going to make me suffer for it. Um, uh, would you like to learn about Mr. Gibson's vision for Columbus Classical Academy? Andrew, I've, I've want nothing more. Uh, Columbus Classical Academy, the Hillsdale College Curriculum School, utilizing Hillsdale's world-class and distinctively American classical curriculum. Okay, stop. Mm-hmm. My, so... My dad was very like libertarian and to this day, my, my, my father died 
1999. Okay. Mm-hmm. To this day, our house still receives regular donation requests from the Hillsdale College. Oh, Lord. Which, Which is one of, one of the worst colleges uh, in the Just US. the worst. We get that, and we get that. What's that other thing, like the boys club? Like the that, that like, that ranch and whatever, where it's like a reform youth thing. Yeah. But it turns out like it's just like they're diddling children all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I donated forget, to that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, says here the Hillster curriculum is rigorous, integrated, and sequential, grounded in the liberal arts. Wow, liberal arts. Andrew, you want your education to be sequential. People are people are saying that more and more. I'm surprised they still call it the liberal arts, given how much they dislike liberal in the term. Uh, anything exactly. Has to do with, Nowadays, it's a slur. Yeah, the liberal arts and sciences and the Western canon. Every child studies literature, mathematics, <laughs> history, civics, the natural sciences, Latin, the fine arts, physical education, and philosophy. These disciplines are taught using time-tested, teacher-led pedagogical methods, which include rigorous phonics instruction, explicit grammar lessons. Wait a minute, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> And memorization and recitation. Right. Children, two, children, this is the clitoris. Memorization and <laughs> recitation, two time-tested methods proven to work. <laughs> Instruction is complemented by use of the manipulatives in t- the teaching of <laughs> arithmetic at the earliest grades. Handwriting and cursive lessons in written expression, use of the Socratic method, and mm-hmm. close and critical reading Andrew, of the what's classics. what's the Socratic method? Uh, that's a it's great a little, question. A little, I don't think we can it's a describe Socratic it. method yeah. joke. I don't think we can describe it on this podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, um, I think what I like here too is um, one cannot simply, uh, you know, enroll your student. You must apply. <laughs> and there's this, there's several steps. Uh, you complete the application. You get an email confirmation. Uh, you attend an information session. You schedule an interview, uh, and then they screen your kindergarten, I guess, and then they make an admissions decision. As if, like, this isn't just, like, uh, I feel like this has got to be, like, just pro forma stuff, because obviously they want your money. Yeah. Um, They're going to take any as many people as they can get. Yeah. Um, let's see. What, what is uh, Let me see their application here. Oh, it wants me to sign in. Dang it. Ugh. I wanted to know what the application required. I mean, it's just going to be like regular state stuff that they need to like get your transcripts. And it's just going to be normal enrollments. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was hoping for something juicier, I guess. Uh, yeah. Let's look at their curriculum here. I mean, maybe Ohio is <laughs> different, but. Oh, no. The, 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 um, the p- headline picture on their curriculum is the, uh, you know, that uh, painting. I think it's. Um, you know, uh, somewhere in the Vatican or whatever that shows like Socrates and a bunch of other folks mm-hmm. like debating each other sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's their top line thing. Um, <laughs> classical education is not better because it's old. That's correct. It's better because it has been tested and proven in the laboratory of time. I don't know about that. Um, the, <clears throat> The method of teaching is modeled after Dorothy Sayers' lost tools of learning. Within the context, education happens with the flow of childhood development in three distinct phases known as the trivium. <laughs> this is very, like, uh, jerk-off motion, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, this is nonsense. Curriculum overview, returning to age-old wisdom, primary sources and physical books, the role of technology. Uh... Are extreme, is there, basically, is there they like, don't use technology because they think it's evil. To me, I mean, excuse me if this is like me mis- misreading Ohio. Um, uh-huh. But like, wouldn't those people just go to like other established places that are nearby that are actually elite? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's hard for me to see a, a new elite institution in Columbus. Does that like. Right. I mean, there it's are, weird. if you want to go to like an elite high school with a good reputation, there are like 12 of those already. Yeah. Um, many of which you don't need to pay tuition for, um, which by the way, is at least 10 grand a year, depending on which grade. Oh, uh, but it's okay. They offer tuition assistance. Um, That's insane. Yeah. 
this is this is kind of wild. See, I thought given that it's a classical school, their application might have like questions about like you know trying to get at your underlying morals, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Can I request information? <laughs> no, Andrew. This is how you get on their mailing list. This well, is how yeah, you get I, I the Hillsdale College uh, mailing like fundraising mailers. Yeah. For I want to know, you know who decades. funded this because this this was a um uh this was started by a lawyer, but like clearly he did not have enough money to to like bootstrap this thing himself. So who's funding this is my question. Uh, um. Yeah, that's what I want to know. To be honest, um, a lot of banks will give will give charter schools bonds oh, for that, their property, yeah. mm-hmm. and then they use the bonds to leverage. You know, they, it gives them the cash to do everything. Yeah, um, and then they they are basically they have a mortgage it, mm-hmm. it, essentially. You know that they're paying back, and that's what drives enrollment. They need to keep keep the money coming in. <laughs> yeah. So that's why they probably are not very discerning <laughs> about who they enroll. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Well, you know, um, hopefully next week isn't as uh, crazy as this week. Um, I, I already have more snacks that I've lined up, so be ready for that. Very good. Yep. I'm looking at this thing we had. We had... Um, I'm not going to do it, but just so people know, if we ever run out of time, I got this saved. We're going to go over the top 10 strangest places in the world. Hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. They're not that strange. Hmm. It's, well, uh. Tune in next time uh, to find out more. One of them's the Bermuda Triangle, so. It's not even a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> That's all right. All right. Should we end this? Yep. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this. I'm trying and I'm learning. Thank you for your patience. There's so many mistakes I have already made, but I'm working to be better day by day. And I think I'm gonna make it, but for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing.